and welcome to Drunk Mythology. I'm Nigel Thornberry. No, I'm not. <laughs> and I'm Aaron Mankey. <laughs> welcome to Drunk Mythology, podcast about mythology and drinking. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm your co-host, Chris Ansiker. And I'm your co-host, Christian Madonna. Sorry about the little opening. I, I was wholly unprepared. I, I try to keep Krista on her toes, and you as well, listeners. It's true. You're like, is this the Nigel Thornberry podcast that we have been so desperately craving? The the hero we deserve, the podcaster we need. That's that's the drunk mythology promise. Today, we're talking about the Mayan hero twins, Hunapu and Shibalanke. Shibalanke. That's right. And Hunapu. That's right. Honeypoo. Honey Poo Poo, nope, it's Hunapu, and Shibalanke. We're gonna keep saying it till we get it right. The heroes of the Popol Vol. Popol Vu. Popol Vu. Popol Vu. What's that? It's the oldest and best preserved record of, of the Maya, of their uh, mythology, especially Kish Maya uh, mythology. Wow, yeah. I thought like the Mayans, you know, we knew so little about them that they just sort of vanished, that we didn't have much of anything to go on. Well, we don't know how they vanished, but we have found their records. And really, you know, the civilization collapsed, but certainly many of the peoples were just absorbed into Olmecs and Aztecs and later civilizations as mm-hmm. it went on. But there are records and documents that still exist, uh, some of them very well preserved, or at least as good as it can be and not destroyed by the Spaniards. Some of them saved by, you know, missionaries and whatnot who were like, well, we can destroy the people, but hey, maybe we keep this. And this is one such document, the Popol Vuh. Yeah, it means Book of Council or Book of Community, which is pretty great. And uh, in the Popol Vuh and across several uh, different codexes in Maya records, like the Dresden Codex, another one, which... I, the Dresden Codex? Yeah. Isn't that like a fantasy? No, that's the Dresden Files. The oh. Dresden Codex, which means the same thing, is... <laughs> It is a another set of uh, Mayan, uh, I guess, artifacts or records, scrolls, mm-hmm. scra- you know, uh, surviving documents from the Maya. This one, though, it's Dresden because it was stored in Germany and German archaeologists and whatnot. Okay. That's why it's Dresden. There's uh, no Dresden in North America. Nope. The Popol Vuhs were stolen by the Pope. Yeah, exactly. The Germans <laughs> and the Italians. All right, so in the Popol Vuh, in the Dresden Codex, and all across Native American mythologies as well, the hero twins show up, this twin motif. Ah, I remember there was Aztec twins as well, yeah? Yeah, Quetzalcoatl. in Quetzalcoatl. And, um, boy, we just did it. And Zolotl. And Zolotl. We're twins, too. And uh, twins are pretty common, although in the Aztec times, they, they sacrificed one of the twins, so that was not always great to be a twin. But for the Mayans, twins were revered. Oh, this is the one that you want your sister's sister um, spinoff to happen in. Yeah, yeah. It's not a sweet life of Zack and Cody in, um, you know, in Tenochtitlan. But maybe in Chichen Itza it is. Okay. So, similar to other creation myths and twin myths, these twins here are seen as representing dualities. We talked about this in uh, Aztec myths with Omotea, and Omoteano. Mm-hmm. But, or Omoteano as well. But for these, uh, you know, Shibalanque and Hunapu are twins representing things like life and death. Okay. Day and night, male and female, sky and earth. Oh, so like Artemis and Apollo as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. All and, and similar to Artemis and Apollo, most importantly, representing sun and moon. So are they not fraternal twins? No, fraternal. They're non-identical. They are fraternal twins. Okay, but are they a guy and a girl? Uh, so, so they're male and female? It is 
mixed. Um, oftentimes with, with uh, Mayan records and uh, gods and goddesses, oftentimes they could be intersex, they could be male and female, they could be male and then later female. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, gender and sexuality was a lot more fluid. What? <laughs> Sorry, Catholic Spain. Coming in hot. Um, just kidding. The Mayans were already gone by then. But Catholic Spain's still coming in hot. To, <laughs> to, to it's smack. still spicy. They're going to smite that. <laughs> All right. And uh, speaking of that, if you've ever played the game Smite or seen their drunk mythologies, I believe they're not trademarked, <laughs> then you probably have seen Shabalankwe before because he's one of the playable heroes there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and if you've seen the DreamWorks masterpiece starring Kevin Klein and Kenneth Branagh as the Spanish rogues Tulio and Miguel. Uh, Rodel Dorado. Uh, the masterpiece. The amazing cinema of DreamWorks animation. I love Rodel Dorado. It is so good. It's really good. Alan right. John provides the song, the dulcet tones of a backbone of the soundtrack. Yeah, Elton John, Elton John is the backbone. Elton John is the soundtrack. He's turning legend into fact. <laughs> we shall ride into history, turn myth into truth. We shall surely gaze on the trail we blaze. On the never never Yep. <laughs> Alright, so, if you're not familiar with that, you should go watch Road to El Dorado. It still holds up. It's a road to blank movie of two dudes who are just besties. They, they're snarky. It's they're amazing. sarcastic. They're, they're lovable scamps. It's great. It's great. Uh, and they totally impersonate the two gods that we're going to talk about today here. So oh, the whole time, the yeah, the whole tie-in is like they're pretending to be these gods in El Dorado, which is there's a Mayan ha! civilization. Here. This is a Rodel Dorado episode. Bet you didn't see that coming. Oh, you should have. You should have. So they're actually, and there's lots of depictions in the movie itself of these two gods, of these hero gods, Shibalanque and Hunapu. They are two lovable scamps of gods. They are I quite, love it. They're quite the tricksters, yet also heroes. Like Tulio and Miguel, so it's actually a perfect time. Amazing. So, we're talking about these twins, these not identical twins, these fraternal twins. Uh-huh. They're both pretty unique looking. Uh, Hunapu is the older brother, and uh, sorry if I'm fucking up the name, I'll, f- I'll screw it up all night then. Honeypoo. I'll do better than that, <laughs> unless that's correct, in which case. Damn, Ch- Kishmaya. Alright, so, I'll sorry about that. Hunapu's the older brother, and he's more like the hunter. He's got these uh, black spots on his skin like a jaguar. Ooh, he's got the jaguar spots. Yeah. And uh, Shibalankwe, the younger brother, is more seen as the warrior twin, who also has more jaguar patches on his skin, and he has whiskers. Oh, he's a little kitty cat. He's a little kitty cat. And they both have magical twin jaguar twin powers that they activate. Love all the jaguars. Yeah. Oh, love me some central Mesoamerican jaguar gods. Anthropomorphic, eat your heart out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know there's going to be some anamorphic into jaguars. <laughs> they're, they're practically there already. They're already <laughs> there. Yeah, they're... They're, they're in that middle they're stage. They're mid... Yeah. <laughs> They're mid-Jaguar transformation. You're like, what happens to that evil Animorph guy when he gets stuck and he's sort of like a mid-transformation thing? Kill me! Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, except th- they're badass and cool. So, context out of the way. That's Shibalankwe and Unapu. Let- let's go ahead and jump into who... How have they Who's come to be? Who's Unapu? Unapu. So, how were they born? And the whole story really ramps up when they're 
the father of these twins. Well, Christian, when a man and a woman love each other very much. Yeah, in fact, here's how it goes. If you haven't heard the talk, here's the talk. So, when a one Hunapu, which was his name, one Wait. Hunapu, and his brother, seven Hunapu. Okay, so not our Hunapu. No, this is Hunapu Sr. Got it. Hunapu is Hunapu Jr. Yeah, Hunapu is Junipu. Hunapu Jr. Alright, so... <laughs> So this uh, is... Okay, I feel like they didn't hear my joke, and I'm going to say it again. Yeah, I'm sorry, I just overshadowed <laughs> it with my joke. Tuna poo. <laughs> okay, continue. That was amazing. Go on. So one Hunapu and his brother, seven Hunapu, were summoned to the underworld Jababa, and subsequently killed by the lords of Jababa, all the gods of death, in a rigged game of Pakatok, or pits. What is Pakatok? You rem- okay, if you've seen El Dorado... It's the it's the Mayan ball game that they play where oh. they're like trying to hit hit the ball with their hips and their body and it's like soccer but they're trying to hit it on a hoop through the that, hoop that's in the air through the hoop that's in the air and it's like a basketball hoop but turned on its side and it's just like yeah and they're like measuring it by the the sun yeah yeah it's all that's that's pits oh it's the pits yeah in fact a lot of Zababa and Maya one, legend they call this one the pit maneuver ah uh, yeah and this game is the pits. All right, so a lot of my legend really revolves around this game. They really love it, and that's cool. It's they, like American football, or better to yet, Americas, or yeah, or better yet, football to the rest of the world. Yeah, they're really into that. Um, it's our whole identity. Yeah, that's it. You know, sport, the sports ball. Yeah, back then as well. So yeah, it was all about which pits team was your favorite. So Jabalba is the underworld, and also the god. No, Zabal was the underworld, and there's these lords who rule over it. Um, Zabal was not their name. It's just oh, they're, okay. they're the, the lords of the underworld. Got it. It's like mixed land for the Aztecs. Zabalba is the underworld. Got it. And in El Dorado, Zabalba is the underworld that they keep trying. The bad guy keeps trying to throw sacrifices to. Yeah, it's that big um, swirling pit. To hell, which mm-hmm. is Zabalba. Yeah. So the lords of Zabalba rigged the game of pits against one Hunapu and his brother. And uh, they loaded up the ball with blades and razors and all sorts of sharp things. Oh, boy. That, this is now a Mario level. Yeah, that killed them immediately. Oh, God. They died. They were not immortal. They were not immortal. They were indeed killed very quickly. That was a foul ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most dangerous game of dodgeball you'll ever play. Yeah, it suddenly turned into dodgeball, and they still lost. Dip, dodge, duck, and you're decapitated. All right, so how does one dead Hunapu... One dead, one Hunapu. One dead, one Hunapu. Sire a couple of rowdy jaguar boys. It's a good question. Well, one of the dodge of the Lords of Zabalba. Quick. X quick. A lady of Zabalba. X quick gonna give it to you. X quick. She quick. She quick. She quick. All right. <laughs> so the one of the daughters, she quick. Damn, she quick. Spoke with the severed head of Hunapu Sr. As you do. And his skull spat upon her hand. Ew, which rude. caused the twins to be conceived in her womb. Aw, uh, what? That's how that's how sex works. No. Which separate head did she bring, did she talk to? <laughs> <laughs> did she stroke his ego is my question. <laughs> I just say what did he have to say and how was it so effective? <laughs> Gross. Alright, so yeah. Um That's how these Jaguar babies are born. No Jaguars involved. It's quite the handiwork. <laughs> All right, those are all the jokes we wrote about. <laughs> all right, so X Quick is now Prigonante, and she seeks out Una. Quick, quick, press X Quick. <laughs> she seeks out Una, uh, one Hunabu's mother, uh, X Mukane. So the Shimuka- grand- Shimukane. Again, so many of these words start with 
X, and I'm just gonna accidentally read X, but it's it's she. X gonna give it to you. Shumkane. X Mukane gonna give it to you. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep fucking that up, so enjoy. So that's the grandparents at this point? That's the boy's paternal grandmother. Uh, who she wants to be the ward for them as they grow because she's a Shababan princess and, uh, you know, that probably ain't gonna work out. Yeah, she's like, man, I didn't sign up for this. I was just having a talk with a head and boom, twins. Boom, boom, it just sudden, suddenly jizzed in my hand like it's the Green Knight. So, <laughs> if you haven't seen that, you'll know. <laughs> the grandmother doesn't want to take them in, but eventually relents after she quick uh, proves herself. And uh, the boys grow up in the care of the grandmother. No, wait, she was like, I don't want these. And uh, <laughs> she quick's like, all right, but I'm just going to leave them here. You don't have to pick them up, but I'm just going to leave them here on the doorstep. And I'm I'm going to I'm gonna go. I'm walking away now. And she ran. Yep, and, and she's she gone. She quick. <laughs> <laughs> and so then the grandmother was like, no! And so the boys, these rowdy... Hunapu boys grow these little kittens. Grow up, yeah, these little kittens really grow up in the care of the grandmother with their older half brothers, a fine artisan and a fine thinker. Uh, what are their names? Why would you put me on the spot like this? <laughs> are their names a fine artisan and a fine thinker? Because that'd be pretty amazing. I'm I'm not gonna get to their names. The the <laughs> names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> So these older half-brothers were jealous and many times failed to kill the twin to oh, protect the innocent. <laughs> not so innocent then, so, huh? <laughs> the names have been changed to protect the innocent Shibalanque and the guilty. <laughs> but mostly they fell pre- but mostly after all these failures they usually fell prey to the supernatural magical power Jaguar twins' own tricks. Younger siblings, am I right? Yeah, always getting away with shit. So oftentimes they were subject to the the, the twins were subject to the fairy tale Cinderella Matilda type treatment. Where they do all the work, but then they get all like the table scraps and the kicks. Oh, the Cinderella classics. Yeah, grandmother. Matilda, like you said. Yeah, yeah grandmother okay. had favorites, you know, and it was not the Jaguar twins. I mean, yeah, they were knocking shit off of counters. They were meowing in the night, scratching up all the furniture. Scratching up all the furniture. They took forever to learn to use a litter box. Uh huh. But guess what? You know, these may be Jaguar boys, but their older brothers are gonna become howler, uh, howler monkey gods. What? Yeah, I know. I had to, it took me I, howler monkey gods. <laughs> no, but like how? Lur monkey gods. No, they just like <laughs> spontaneously became howler monkeys. Oh no, no, no! The twins turned them into it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they. You know, they use their magical wonder twin powers. They activate them. Like, hey, you fine thinker and you fine artisan. Uh, you guys don't do any of the work, and we keep having to do the work, and so we think you're howler monkey gods. No more artisan or thinker here. <laughs> it, it, it it happened somehow, but that's how we're going to say it happened, because it just <laughs> happened. But here's the thing. Howler monkey gods end up being associated with great thinkers, poets, sculptors, scholars, and artisans. I don't know if that reflects, like, badly, or, like, no, well. Not, no, it reflects well on no, howler monkey gods. Yeah, it reflects well on the howler monkeys, but how does it reflect on the thinkers, scholars, and poets? Just, well, let's put it this way. <laughs> the trickster warriors are still revered more in the story, so that's how it goes. Just, just screaming into the void as howler monkeys and throwing poop and scratching their butts. <laughs> I bet that's a criticism from the, that's a criticism from the author of the Popovol about other sculptor uh, authors and artists. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so side no- so that's not the worst thing. And side note, their grandmother who liked the Howler Monkey boys better. Probably less now. They're so goddamn loud. No, she thought this was hilarious. <laughs> And those boys actually ran away. She's like, you know what? This this is actually pretty. Like, this is pretty good. <laughs> this, this is pretty pretty accurate to their their general temperaments. Yeah. 
<laughs> so uh, I was howling about something. The artists, am I right? Uh, so some point <laughs> after art. their boyhood hijinks, and they were and they were already grown men. The uh, twins, you know, they were recognized and called upon by the god Huracan, who's hurricane. Like a, yeah, that's where hurricane comes from, guys. That's where hurricane comes from. Was actually a pretty big deal in Maya mythology too, being the god of fire, wind, storms, and a creator deity. Oh. Who participated in all three rounds of trying to make people. That's a different story altogether, but <laughs> let's just say they didn't get it right the first two times. Third time's the charm, as always. No, it was the fourth time for the Aztecs. Oh. <laughs> the third time was the Mayans, the fourth time was the Aztecs. <laughs> Again, go back to the Mayan episode, or go Fuck back it. to the Aztecs. Sh- shake up the Etch-a-Sketch, we're restarting. Humanity over. Um, can we just, can we just hard restart that? Mm, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> so, Huracan is pissed at Seven Macaw. Otherwise known as Vukub Kakui, but I'm going to call him Seven Macaw because that's... That's fun. That's fun. But also, who is Seven Macaw? A really arrogant giant bird god. Yes. Okay. Like a big old... A big old parrot. A foghorn leghorn of a toucan Sam. <laughs> I say, I say, I say, I'm Seven Macaw. Who, Why am there seven in my name? They're starting to get a lot of followers. It's it's, it's like a, it's a rap name, yo. Or, it's... It's 50 Cent, Seven Macaw. Seven Macaw, all right? That's, uh, you know what, Seven Macaw would be a very, it would be good, be good rap. Especially because, like, damn, look how cultured you are. Yeah, but they'd have to be really cultured, like Tupac Amaru Shakur or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, that's Seven Incan. Macaw. Yeah, Seven <laughs> Macaw. But also, uh, also you know, their, their father and their uncle were one Hunapu and seven Hunapu. The numbers come in names, guys. All right, so seven yeah, Maca- if you know what that's about with the one and the seven, let us know because I I couldn't find anything about that. But like it keeps popping up. What what's the what's the deal here? What's the what's the angle? What's the rub of this? Yeah, I I think you know you just numbers are used in names. Why not? But only we- one and seven. No, no, they use other numbers, but just in these stories, it's one and seven. The most important. It's like the lucky numbers. You want every it was what. What, are we going to name our children 23? No, we're going to pick good numbers, like 69. One in seven. And one in seven. <laughs> There's a one in seven chance this child will live. No. <laughs> All right, so, side, uh, aside aside, this really arrogant giant bird god starting to get a lot of followers, and uh, Huracan wants, him to, wants the twins to take him out. Mom oh, style. he's getting too powerful. His macaws are becoming too too strong. He's starting to gather too many macaws. When he gets all seven macaws, he, he gets to have one wish from... <laughs> <laughs> from the dragon. From the fucking wish dragon. I was listening to our dragons episode. I'm, I'm blanking here. Um, I'm shooting... I'm shoot, uh, shooting long. All right, so I'm... Sh- so, so, seven, so, okay, so seven macaw is extremely vain. He probably thinks this episode's about him. I mean, it kind of is at this point. So, um, Seven Macaw's making all sorts of these false claims. Uh-huh. He's, uh, he's a real con man of a bird. He's saying things like he's the sun and the moon, or, you know, he's super gaudy. He's a macon. He's a macon man! <laughs> he's Seven McConaughey! All right. All right. So he's saying he's the sun and the moon? Um, and he's getting super gaudy, like, ridiculous. Yes, gaudy. Absurdly gaudy. He's, uh, he's like Tomatoa from Moana. Oh, he's like shiny. He's li- he's literally doing the shiny. He's covering himself with Desolate. precious jewels. Diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, he's covering himself with precious jewels, metals on his wings, and his ice ice on his toes. And Whoa, yeah. yeah, he's tricked out. Yeah, he's tricked out. He's got jewelry. He's he's replaced his teeth with gemstones. Oh, he's got a grill. Yeah, and I didn't even know Macas had teeth, but now he's got 
gem teeth. <laughs> it's true. It's just this macaw has made teeth. teeth. <laughs> the, the, they started as dentures, but then he replaced them with gems. <laughs> it's like go big or go have home. You seen a macaw with like diamond teeth? That's it's a f- gangster as fuck. Yeah, but he gotta get taken down a peg, you know. Yeah, he's getting too powerful. This bird's getting too big. We gotta clip his wings. So Shibalanque and Hunapu agree to Hurricane's request. They're ready to take this bird down. <laughs> and they're about to go wily coyote on this toucan, Sam. Let's take him down. So first, so their first attempt, they just jump right into it. Seven macaws eating his meal in a tree. You know, it's probably like pate or caviar or some. You know. Oh, it's definitely like beluga caviar. Oh, absolutely. This, this guy's like, listen, if it's not sturgeon, it's only sparkling fish eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Now he's Zoolander to me. That's hilarious. <laughs> he's a Zoolander bird. What is this, a temple for ants? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the Hero Twins, they're, uh, they're specially known for being very skilled with a bow gun. Uh, a what? Uh, blow gun. Oh, okay. Bow gun. They fucking, bow. I was they, like, the bow they cross, caster? They, yeah, bow caster crossbow with bl- uh, blow darts, blow guns. Oh, Okay. So they they jump they hide in the tree that he's eating and and they just like just start blasting like that yeah <laughs> they're like Mimi Siku <laughs> they are like Mimi Siku gets the cap by accident yeah they got the bird right in the jaw by by design they knocked out several of those teeth that's really tough since they have beaks are, is this author sure that like he knows what a bird is? Cause I'm ga- now I'm really starting to question. Krista, how can a bird have teeth if it doesn't have a jaw? Yeah, it's... you're right. Continue. <laughs> so he had the jaw put in so that they could put the teeth. Oh god! They didn't just ta- they didn't just terrible. tape teeth teeth to a beak. They kinda, totally kinda... taped teeth to a beak. Yeah, right. They get they did the full denture set. He's got a jaw now. He's got a chin. It's well, a he... bird with a chin. <laughs> <laughs> a nice pronounced butt chin. It's absolutely pronounced. He's got a little stud in the cleft. All well, right. I mean, he used to. <laughs> he used to. They knocked it out. So they, yeah, they, so they just start... It was very loosely screwed they, in there. They start blasting with their blowguns, and they knock they knock some of his teeth out, and they knock him out, out of the tree. Good God. Yeah, but it's going to take a lot more than that to kill this fat chocobo. <laughs> The fat chocobo does have extraordinary health and stamina. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a summon. All right. So the injured but not dead seven macaw does <laughs> injured not. Injured but not dead yet. <laughs> doesn't like this. So he rips off Hunapu's arm oh, and, and, and escapes. He's like, <laughs> he's like, hey, Hunapu, give me a hand. I'll just take it. Oh, I'm going to wire this to my, I'm going to give this, wire this to my wing and have a hand now. That's how this works. <laughs> All right, now, Honapu, wave goodbye. All right. <laughs> good Lord. Good. Good seven macaw, you mean. All right, so this doesn't stop the Hero Twins. Losing... One loss of limb will not stop these hunters. No, I don't give this. Honapu doesn't give a Hunapu's shit. Honapu's like, I got three more. Let's do this. Yeah, Honapu's like, it's, I... only a, it's only a flesh wound. I'm magical. I can, t- I'll, I'll get it back. And so they Turn just... the cape me. <laughs> so they decide to go with the more clever. And let's direct route with the next plot. Okay, let's bow. Let's bow darts. Let's let's blow dart. Let let's let's just hide in a tree and shoot blow darts at him till he dies. And more. All right, let's come up with a with like a different Looney Tunes plot. Let's 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 Let, think about our fine thinker let's, brother. Let's stop being Wiley e. Coyote and start being 
The Roadrunner. Ah. Well, no, Meet no. me. Nah, nah, let's Roadrunner. Roadrunner's a mindless dickhead. No, let's start being bugs. Oh, Bonnie. what's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? So they call upon some old gods, quite literally, and draw some of his old people. <laughs> yeah, call upon some gods, minor gods, you know, who cares? You old people. Hey, grandma and grandpa god. Dress up like a grandma and grandpa. And they, they're like, yeah, sure. Fuck seven macaw. <laughs> we love hanging out with you, youth. <laughs> you keep us young. And so uh, they, they dress them up as a couple of grandparents who are poor. And they're so poor that they're still working at their advanced age. Ah, oh, yes. And that they're a doctor and a dentist, which apparently at these times do not pay well. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, you're still working I mean, as a doctor and a dentist where you have a lot of bad debt? It's all the malpractice, to be fair. It's, there's <laughs> no insurance. They're just constantly getting sued. <laughs> so, yeah, they're an old couple, and they're a doctor and a dentist, and uh, they, uh, you know, get they're like, oh, hello, birdie. You appear to have been struck by several blow darts. <laughs> and some Macaw's like... Three blow darts is too much. He's just spinning up feathers and he's, just, he's like, I gotta replace my broken mouth grill and my eyes are messed up now. Yeah. And I have this arm. I want to surgically attach it to my wing and then have a have an arm because that's how that works. Have a wing arm, you know. And also bedazzle it. And um, with real shit. All right. So the fake grandparents get to work. Uh-huh. So uh, the dentist one, which is... Yeah, yeah. Do a hack and slash, a chop and a... Chop and steal? A chop and shop, you know? That's what that's called. I do a hack and a slash and a... No, a chop and a steal. A, cho- a, sh- a chop, chop, <laughs> cheerio. They, yeah. they want to steal. They, all right, so they remove the rest of Seven Macaw's gemstone teeth and replace them all with white corn. Ha, take that, yeah. Useless. Useless. As soon as you bite down, they're all going to burst. You're going to be like... Rrr. Oh, God, I've had dreams like that. <laughs> it's a nightmare. So uh, the doctor, the doctor sees the seven macaw's eyes and uh, starts removing all the precious metal and gem filigree that was adorning him. He That's, was. He's kind of cool. He's got like a tuxedo mask of filigree. He does. It's actually pretty, pretty dope. Which is why Hurricane was like, "No, no one can be more fabulous than me." Too fabulous. <laughs> um. So they remove all that, and uh, so, so seven macaw wakes up to the horror of this, of all of his ornamentation and jewelry stripped away. Mm-hmm. And he literally dies of shame. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a macaw that was so ashamed that he died. The end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't be pretty, so he died. <laughs> of shame. <laughs> what a drama queen. <laughs> All right, so so that so, so that's what took out seven macaw. <laughs> blow a darts, big bird god. <laughs> blow darts couldn't do it, but blow to his self esteem was enough. That is everyone's weak weak spot. <laughs> that's our Achilles' heels. Achilles' heels. <laughs> but wait, seven macaws more. Had a dynasty. <laughs> he had two arrogant, hot-headed sons who now want their revenge. Oh, four and three macaw. On the hero twins. <laughs> so wrong there, Papa Macaw. You killed our bird father! <laughs> bird father! And it's like, these two minor god-bird sons were also very powerful and vain themselves. They, uh, they called I wonder them... where they got it from. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, they called themselves the creators and destroyers of mountains, respectively. One of them did, created, one of them destroyed. Oh, like a sailor star creator, sailor star destroyer, and sailor star healer. 
exactly <laughs> where they came from. But you know what? This this they may be creators of the Shores Mountains, but they're still no match for the old Hulapu boys. Yeah, these guys <laughs> these guys rise and fall empires, destroy a one seven macaws, um <laughs> They're destroying whole seven macaws, the whole seven McClan. <laughs> yeah. So uh Huracan wants them taken out mob style. Yeah, he's like only whole, I can raise him. The whole family. Mobs. Good lord. Yeah, he's definitely like um He's the he's definitely pulling a Godfather. He's yeah. definitely pull, he's definitely pulling a hit. And it's just, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or you know the other family's just like, well, we've now killed him, the the Don. Well, we gotta kill the sons. They're gonna rise up and try and get take revenge, which they are trying to do. Yeah. This, this whole story is all about the Maya mob, man. Yeah. It's family. The family. All right. <laughs> Seven Macaw's elder son Zipakna was the first to go. Okay. As you do. It's like the eldest have to go until you're left with the youngest, who then seeks revenge on the steps during his, ba- his like, baptism, baptism communion. communion thing. Yeah, during little uh, Anthony or little Michael. I, it's been a while. I've, I've seen it. But during his communion, it's like, what? I was here. And yeah. I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they took out the older brother first. As yeah. you do. They took out Zipakna. So the twins tricked him into chasing a fake crab. Is either to eat it or made with it in the sun <laughs> You know, sometimes. Hey, sometimes you're really hungry at the seafood place, and you're like, that's a sexy crab. And someone's like, what do you mean? And then you're like, what do you mean? What do you think I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you have, like, the hot, melted, clarified butter in one hand, and your pinchers in the other. And, and they're like, what big, do you mean? meaty claws, and you're just like... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? He's got butter just dripping down your ch- ch- chin, yeah. Okay, so he's chasing this crab with clarified butter and his uh, crackers. Yeah, he's got the bib. Uh, but then he stumbles into a trap. Hopefully a crab trap. And uh, <laughs> they bury him under a mountain. And they're like, ha, move that mountain now, you son of a bitch. Hey, you didn't create you son of this a bird. one, you son of a bird. <laughs> All right, so the second son, Cobra Khan. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Uh, Seven Makai's younger son was called the Earthquake. Because he brought down mountains. Oh, he shook up. Yeah, so the twins easily thought up of a ruse for him to fall for, and boy did he. They told him about a story of a mountain that kept growing that he couldn't tear down. And he was like, oh, I don't like that one bit. I'm going to get that mountain. Where is it? Show me. Oh, I hate you too, but show me that mountain first. I hate that mountain more. Yeah. Let me shake it up. Oh, I don't like that one bit. (laughs) <laughs> so Capricorn's the man they show him to the mountain Zibalanque and uh, Unabu are just like yeah we'll do that <laughs> yeah we got your mountain for you right here yeah we'll take you to it sure <laughs> and so they ain't no mountain high enough whoa ain't no river wide enough whoa to keep Cobra Khan from destroying it so being skilled hunters they were as they're leading him into this obvious trap they kill and roast as many birds especially birds animals <laughs> Along the way to like, the oh, fake God, mountain. What are you doing? It's like, oh, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. These are, um... Dumb birds. They're not <laughs> gods. <We> yeah. Just... <laughs> birds eat birds. <laughs> These are cockatrills. They're totally different. Birds eat birds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, uh... This is a canary. Yeah, you would eat that. Parakeet. But, and he would eat that. Because Cobra Kai got so hungry, he eventually was like, you guys gonna share some of that, or what? <laughs> that smells delicious. What is that? It's Definitely like, not a macaw. It's a chicken. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking good. <laughs> and so the twins are more than happy to give Capricorn meat that they poisoned with plaster and gypsum. Poisoned the gods. Jeez, that, that, I mean, that could poison anyone. Yeah, well, it poisoned a god, too. It, he died? I uh, know, but he got sick a weekend. Probably got, oh. probably got the runs. But uh, Coming out both ends. Yeah. 
Um, but when he was sick and weakened and probably just clutching his bird belly, they bound Cobra Khan, threw him in a big pit, and buried him. Yep. They buried him. They buried the other one, too. I feel like they just, like, take our problems, move them somewhere else. I don't know what you're talking about. They got the, uh, they got the big bird with the dentist boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, pretty good for blood. Just, they haven't actually, like, outright killed anyone yet. They just sort of, one, shamed one to death, two, buried him under a mountain, three, buried him in a pit. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like if you bury someone alive and they, they turn up dead, I'm pretty sure you've killed them. <laughs> Circumstance. It was the gypsum in plastic that got him. Without the antidote to the gypsum, he was going to die. I expect you to die, Cobra Khan. <laughs> and that's the story of how the Mind Hero Twins defeated Seven Maka and Sons. <laughs> Not the Sons, but rather the... Through very mobster ways. Yeah, it was a straight-up mob hit from Don Hurricane. <laughs> yeah, these are mob hits for sure. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh my gosh. So, I, like you said, I love that these guys are trickster gods, but yeah, not really. They're not even considered tricksters. Like, these are straight-up hero twins. These they are... pop up everywhere. These are, le- are closer to, like, demigods. This is just, like, this is, like, Perseus and Hercules were just running around doing trickster shit and having a good time. <laughs> this is, you know, this is Apollo and Hermes just like, yeah, fuck yeah, we're, we're warrior heroes. We're jaguars. We're jaguars, and we trick people, but we do it for... Fun and Laughs. good. And <laughs> did murder. It, we did it for the vine. We did it for the ma- for the family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that, these are the Mile Hero twins that um, Julio and Miguel are pretending to be in El Dorado. And reservoir dogs, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> but it's so good because it's like, all right, these two are straight up tricksters. Like, this is a good fit for them. Like, mm. the, the, the no wonder the ploy works so well. Like, <laughs> This is totally the, how they would act. Yes, and that is not the end of their story. Oh no, because they have a dead father to avenge. Exactly. If it's you, all about revenge in this family. If you thought Zabakna and Capra Khan were the only ones with a dead father to avenge, well, Shibalankwe and Unapu are headed down to Shibalba. Yeah, so get ready for that next time on Drunk Mythology. That's good. <laughs> I don't know the Godfather theme. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>